0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Links View podcast. Today, we're going to be reviewing one of our favorite places we've ever played, Mid Pines Golf Club in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Super excited to to dive into this course. Um, We just played it a few months ago, and it's kind of fresh in our minds, so we wanted to to chat a little bit about it and get our subscribers some good information um, if you're visiting the area down there. So I'm Trent Boucher with my co-host, Eric Milliron. And we're super excited to, to chat a little bit about Mid-Pines. Eric, you want to get us started?
1: Yeah, so let's just start with the rundown here. Um, so this is Mid-Pines Inn and Golf Club. It is in Southern Pines, uh, North Carolina, one of our favorite places on earth. Amen. Um, Donald Ross designed 1921, but uh, the legend Kyle France, or I guess he's slowly becoming a legend Especially after what he's doing in the area, um, came in and redesigned it in 2013. Yep. Um, his entire goal is kind of to uh reinvigorate or kind of refurbish bring back the the donald ross intent on all of these southern pines courses and he did that in 2013 um cheapest price that we could find was 85 dollars and in the peak summer months it goes up all the way to 215 yep um so a little steep but um worth it you'll yeah you'll you'll kind of hear about why we think it's worth it um highlight holes we have 1 6 11 and 18 we'll kind of dive into those um and like Trent said or maybe you didn't say but this is our first 9 plus yep. LVR 9.2 highest rated course to date highest rated course and that may seem low i guess for um the you know overall like 9.2 out of 100 you know maybe like a minus range yeah. but actually for us that's that's as high as we've gone that's like that's Perfect. that's money, yeah. yeah. So, uh, really, really, um, really high performer on yeah. our LVR. Um, and then the post round pint, which is something we've been doing on the site, just to bring up Maxie's Grill and Tap Room. <laughs> yeah. we had some wings <laughs> and some pizzas there, a couple of beers, and maybe we'll touch on that at the very Absolutely. end. Absolutely. So, uh, Trent, if you want to go ahead and kind of start us off with your initial thoughts.
0: Yeah, mid pines is is fantastic, and and the first thing I'll say is I recommend doing the whole experience. We stayed at the end, we checked in, we had the whole day there. It was, it's an immaculate golf course and it's a great compliment, you know, to Pinehurst. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is when you go to Pinehurst, they think about staying at the Carolina, they think about playing, you know, every course that's on the property and, and that's a must. And, and, you know, we love it and we'll talk about that at some point, but, you know, you can drive a few minutes down the road and, and play mid pines and mid pines is easily, you know, top five courses I've ever played, um, for a lot of reasons, um, Obviously the whole atmosphere, you know, the inn is is fantastic. We stayed the night there and kind of getting the experience of, of staying on the grounds and, you know, being around the course, you know, for an entire day is, is great. Um, staff is, is fantastic. Um, had a lot of hospitality and a lot of um, greetings when we arrived and um, kind of explaining what our platform was and what we were doing. And, um, you know, they, they were kind of all about it. So it was, it was great. Um, from a course perspective, I mean, from a layout, look, you know, what Franz did. And, and I think, you know, kind of what we've gathered um, from our research is it kind of had lost its, its, you know, not only Ross, but kind of just South, you know, North Carolina, you know, style golf um, kind of characteristics. And he came in and, you know, kind of re-added the, the sand element, obviously um, the bunkers, everything that Donald Ross creates around the greens to give you a hell of a day, he kind of brought back to life. Um, and it, uh, it's difficult. But from a condition standpoint, layout standpoint, Hands down one of the best courses I've ever played no questions asked
1: yeah so let's start with um the the inn as I know you kind of mentioned yeah but I'm like a sucker for like the this like romantic you know yeah. history like yeah. sceneries that scenes that they put on you yeah. know and they mid Pines definitely does that you pull up you feel like you're like going back 60 70 years in time um it's an old looking uh, clubhouse the inn. That we stayed in, it, it's very old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. You know, the pipes are still visible running through it's the ceilings. Um, yeah. it's, you feel like you're going back in time a little bit. Um, I like but it. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's no five-star hotel, but it's it's worth the, the stay. It's the experience. Just to really soak it all in yeah. and get the most out of mid-pines. Um, uh, and then real quick on the clubhouse, um, you see this at Pinehurst, and you see this at Pine Needles, too, but the history – uh, reinforces itself right away. They have all those things kind of lining the halls. Yep. Um, everything's still like the original wood. Yep. Uh, the locker room. I don't know if they've redone it, but it certainly doesn't look like it. It's mm. like the you know the tall urinals and the <laughs> you know the old fashioned plumbing still looks like it's it, it's in that yeah. that locker room. And so that kind of got us off to a good start great mentally. Lo-
0: great logo too. Yeah. Great apparel. They had a lot of a lot of selection in the uh, pro shop, and we'll yeah. get into my. My Apparel addiction, Trent's an
1: apparel guy. Yeah, I have a probably big bring apparel. that up every, every <laughs> course review. I do love their
0: yeah. logo, I'll just say that. So. It's a good, it's a great logo. No, I think, I think what was great about just the whole experience was you know the, the kind of the you know characteristic in, in the hospitality of the staff. You know, we walked in yeah. the parking lot and got our bags out, and the bad guy came out and was talking to her off about yeah. Ohio and he knew somebody from Columbus, and that's the stuff that kind of goes unnoticed. What,
1: what did he say? He said, um, if Donald Ross came back to life there'd be thousands of people that would want to kill Kill him again. Yeah, exactly. Kind of just a reference to how crazy his green complex is. He tried to warn us how difficult the course was. and I think
0: we knew going in it was going to be a challenge, but especially playing it early in the year, playing in in February. You know, you're playing in colder conditions. You're playing in a little bit of rain like we did, but it's such an immaculate course it didn't even matter. It could have poured the rain. I wouldn't even have cared. Um, So I think going into – the course as a whole, you know, extremely challenging, um, you know, where we kind of sit in that 10 to 12 handicap, you know, kind of range and we got beat up a little bit, but you know, I think, I think what's so great about it is it's so much fun to play. Even if you're struggling, it doesn't really kind of deteriorate or break you down a little bit. You know, you're still having a, a good time while you're out there.
1: Yeah. And, and as maniacal of a golf course as it is, as like hard and challenging as it is, it's super subtle. Like it doesn't, it seems like it's been there forever. Like the ground was made for the golf course to be there. Like he, and I don't know if this was Donald Ross. I don't know if it was Kyle France that did this, but it seems like they did exactly with the land, what it was supposed to be. And then they left everything else alone. You just just feel like you're going for a walk. Like it's there. Um, the golf course is there, but it's the scenery around you. It's very natural. Um, makes for some really cool visuals throughout the round. Um, and then, um, you know, you you, you you aren't really overwhelmed by, like, a super professional or, like, some of the TPC courses where it's, like, really well manicured. It's not that kind of course at all. It's just very natural, um, very peaceful. Yeah. All while it's kind of kicking your ass out there. Yeah, I think that's
0: a good point, too. And that's what's so unique about it is when you're out there, you, you just feel like nothing can go wrong. Yep. It was just, like, yep. there was you know, no pace of play issues. There was no issue with anything you were doing. It was just, you're going to play your game. If you play well, great. If you don't, it is what it is. You're mm-hmm. playing a beautiful golf course and we were playing in February. So we were just happy to be playing. Absolutely. Um, but it, you just have that, that feeling that nothing can go wrong during that round. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about conditions a little bit. I mean, for that time of the year, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah.
1: I was shocked and we had played a couple of other courses that week. Yep. And, um, Mid-Pines was definitely the best condition, conditioned right. course that we played. And in like Trent said, in mid, early February when we went, I, I think that says a lot just about um, kind of even going further into the hospitality. They care a lot about Mid-Pines. The people there care a lot about um, the course itself, the experience that the, the people come to have. They, they, they put a lot of work into that, and it yeah. showed on the course. It was wet. Um, it was cold. But I didn't feel like we got a worse golf course um, for playing in those conditions. I feel
0: like it it lived up. It's a fantastic walk. I mean, we we walked, obviously, being that time of year, a little bit wet. But even in the summer, I think if I went back and played – and. As long as it wasn't 100 degrees, I think I'd walk that course every time I played it. You know, definitely a little bit hilly, some different terrain, but didn't feel overwhelmed with it. And just seeing the entire course, Mm -hmm. you know, on on the ground, walking every single hole was just – it was unbelievable.
1: So can we talk about um, the first and the last holes real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So those are included on our highlight holes, um, and for good reason. I think the first hole – we were playing with me, you, and and my cousin, Zach. And – all three of us ended up in the fairway, oh, yeah. and I think we kind of were beating our chests a little bit, like, "Oh, this is like, going to be this going to be the day!" man. Like, what is what is <laughs> this course everybody's been talking about? Like, this isn't hard, whatever. Yeah. And then you get to up to your ball, and you're a hundred feet below the green. Yep. Um, you're firing into it's a Donald Ross green, so it's not it's going to be hard to hold the green in general.
0: Not welcoming yeah. uh,
1: And then once you get up there, I think a couple of us hit the green in regulation, and then everyone three putted. I was in the green sure. side
0: bunker, yeah. So I hit hit my approach. I had about 150 yards. I hit it short. There's three smaller bunkers that kind of line the left side of the green, and then it kind of falls off to the right. So if you play out to the right to avoid the bunkers, it's going to be difficult to hold, and you're going to have a heck of a putt up. Mm -hmm. So definitely one you got to attack. But I think one and two are just kind of setting the tone because you play that par four, um, you know, up the hill, like you said, and then you move over to two, which is a par three, and it's one of the most intimidating tee shots you'll have, Um, you know, Tree and, and issues to the left. There's bunkers in front of the green, obviously false front, and it just kind of sets a tone early. And like you said, the greens are a different beast. I yep. mean, it's. I've never had yep. more trouble reading a, a four and a half, five foot putt than I did at Mid Pines.
1: Yeah, I would have loved to get back out and play another 18. Oh, yeah. Um, we a, did that at Pine Needles, and we'll, we'll talk about Pine Needles on a different podcast, but um, getting you just kind of get your bearings around, like, the turn. Like, you feel like, okay, you sort of get to settle in. Yep. Um, And I would have loved to try to run it back and see, like, um, you know, how I did without those apprehensions early. It's definitely a heavyweight fight. I mean, you're going to get hit early, and you just
0: got to kind of get back up. And I think, like you said, you get to, like, 10 or 11, and you're like, okay, you got to have a different mindset on this kind of course. And it's not, you know. Trying to, you know, hole all these putts. I mean, you got to take your two putts when you can get them. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, I was trying to do too much from 20, 30 feet and I, I paid the price. Yeah. It's uh, definitely
1: not a course you're going to go out there and overpower. No. It's not You're not going to be able to do it. I don't, I don't, I'd be shocked if somebody felt they could go out there and like handle that course the way yeah. they wanted to. It's going to, it's going to push back and it's kind of more about how you're going to handle what it gives you, not the other way around. Yeah.
0: I think the, you know, getting off the, the tee box is, you know, obviously important anywhere, but especially there, there's a lot of yeah. dog leg holes, a lot of tree lines, you know, along some of the fairways, um, you know, and, and some of the photos and content we'll share, you'll see that. But, you know, I think we got off the tee pretty well um and that's you know definitely some intimidating you know shots off the box especially Mm -hmm. on the front nine the front nine you know in my opinion was extremely difficult um and and i don't know if that was because you know like you said we kind of strapped our our helmets a little bit tighter on the back tie and kind of knew kind of knew how to play it but um you know from a from a t you know to green standpoint extremely difficult um but you know i think that's a lot of you know, what Franz did in the redesign, you know, a lot of difficulty shots, um, you know, keeping your ball in a place where you can pick it clean and have a good shot of controlling your spin, you know, onto the green. And, mm-hmm. um, obviously if you can't, uh, Donald's going to eat you up a little bit.
1: Yeah. So how about the 18th hole? Because this is another one of my, it's again, another one of our highlight holes, but probably my favorite hole and it's not the most interesting hole, but it ends with the total visual of the end that we talked about earlier in yep. the clubhouse right there. Um, it just it's just cool. Like you just see like the trees kind of frame the in in like a perfect way. Yeah, just a great view. Yeah, and and it's not the most challenging hole on the course, so you kind of you feel like he's kind of easing you back home a little bit. Yep. Um, and you just kind of get to and en- enjoy the scenery and and you know cap off a, a really a, a really great day.
0: Yeah, I hit hit my drive on eighteen into the. There's a bunker on the right side of, of the fairway. And I was obviously upset walking up to it, you know, kind of just ready to get off the get off the hole because I had struggled a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I looked up, kind of sitting down in the bunker, and just the view I had from the end across, you know, the tree line into the green, the pack, the practice greens right behind the 18. You know, it's just a great view, kind of encapsulate encapsulates what kind of what Mid Pines is all about. Um, and I and like I said, it's it's a fantastic walk, conditions, you know, layout. It's easily top 5 i yeah, ever played yeah
1: just i guess to some to summarize a little bit um to kind of put my i guess finishing stamp on it is it is you know you mentioned it was the top 5 course for you it's definitely up there for me one of the best rounds i've played and in cold rain like <laughs> if i played it on a on a perfect you know spring summer day i it, i can't imagine a better a, a better, better experience place, yeah. than that it yeah. is worth Whatever they're charging, if you're there for Pinehurst, which I know a lot of people go for Pinehurst, yep. and you, we'll talk about Pinehurst on another day, Pinehurst yep. is incredible, but I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't go check out Mid-Pines. Um, Absolutely. It was that enjoyable. It's that different of of a space. It's not Pinehurst. It's not trying to be Pinehurst. It's just Mid-Pines, and yep. it, it they love what they're about. They love their course. Uh, they love what they can offer the players, and and I think that you need to put Mid Pines uh, strongly into your considerations if you're going down in the area.
0: Last kind of point I'll make about it too is you know when you play Mid Pines, you play you know Pine Hills, you play Tobacco Road, any other course in the area there that's not on the resort, you don't feel like they're trying to compete with Pinehurst. You don't feel like they're right. trying to elevate themselves to you know, maybe, you know, the, the knowing or, you know, being as well advertised as Pinehurst is, you know, you feel like it's just their own brand. It's Mm -hmm. their own, you know, kind of world that they live in. And I think that's what makes it so unique and what makes it so much fun. You know, you don't feel like they're trying to live up or compete with that. Um, And they don't care. Like you said, it's their, it's their property, it's their course, and it's, it's fantastic. So absolutely have to play it. Um, But we're going to be releasing a review soon on the website, which would be great. If you have any questions about Southern Pines, Pinehurst, uh, Mid-Pines, feel free to reach out to us. But I'm looking forward to getting back down there and walking those fairways again, man. It was fun. Yep. Great time. Awesome.